Amanda Sellers is a voice actor, a voiceover coach, meditation teacher, and an entrepreneur with a lot of passion, love, and curiosity on how to live her best life. Join her as she explores the different avenues on leveling up in health, wellness, business, and personal development. Creative consciousness is about having the courage and awareness to lean into the unknown and create a fulfilling life you love. Today, I am joined with a beautiful force of nature whose superpower is showing people how to make more money and get this, have more fun. Who doesn't want that? Since 2009, she has been coaching purpose-driven leaders to become change makers personally and professionally, and her website is brimming with the testimonials to prove it. She's a coach at the business, executive, and group levels. She is a powerful speaker who defines the heartbeat of special events. She's a workshop facilitator who blows possibilities wide open. And that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what Lisa Van Ruick brings to this world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Creative Consciousness today. I am so excited for my guest. She is a business coach, as you heard. She's an all-around amazing woman, and this is just going to be next level. Welcome to the show, Lisa Van Ruick. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Amanda. Thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. Absolutely. I feel like it was totally meant to be that we met. I just have to share the story of how we met. And I don't even know if you know this side of the story, Lisa, but we were at the public library in Port Moody. And um, my son, Beck, he's really um, in people's spaces. Like he gets really excited, not shy at all. And you know, those um, iPads in the library that people play? Yes. There's yes. a little girl playing an iPad with her dad. And Beck was like leaning over um, right at the iPad and like watching her play the game. And the, the dad like looked over at Beck and said, back off, like really rudely. Oh, so the mama bear in me came out and I, I got in a fight with this guy and literally two seconds later was when I met you. No, <laughs> yes. no way. I would never have known that. I actually, and this is the most embarrassing part. I swore in the library. It was like, <laughs> and I was like, this is her first impression of me. She's going to think I'm crazy, but thank you that I'm kind of grateful you didn't see that. And, but we're here now. Like I kind of stalked you. I hunted you down. Like I felt like I needed to meet you. Aww. So I, you know, found you on Instagram and then we just connected and, and now I'm so grateful to have met you. So share with our audience a little bit of your backstory, what you do and how it all began. Oh gosh, the story. <laughs> well, that, thank you. For, thank you. Uh, well, I, business wise, I started Bloom Business Development in 2009. It was a kind of a uh, Another one of those moments where life had my back, but it didn't feel like it at the time. Mm. Uh, I'm a born and bred BC girl. I did a lot of traveling when I was younger and knew I wanted to do something creative and ended up going to school for television production and broadcasting and ended up with a really great job at a boutique production company where I got to essentially run the business and grow our production company from one series to seven series in a very short time. Wow. And handle all the business aspects of it, providing me essentially an on-the-job MBA but we did a ton of travel production and I got my own travel show. I did all these incredible field shoots in rural corners all across Canada. And we did a lot of aviation programming. Our executive producer had his own float plane. And trust me, I've been in every kind of aircraft Are you, you can serious? imagine. <laughs> and ones you don't want to imagine, but like wow. just really the most incredible job. And in 2008, this 
sort of trifecta of the universe came down upon me and uh, 2008, uh, we had bought pre-sale home the year before. Mm. And of course, the real estate crisis happened mm. and we couldn't sell our apartment when we took possession of our new home. So we were ha we were carrying two mortgages for a while mm. with a young toddler. Uh, and then suddenly I got the call that my dad, who had been diagnosed with cancer, uh, was going mm. um, suddenly. And we we lost him. And nine days later right after I'd returned back to work, I got a call from head office in Virginia from a lawyer I'd never met telling me my services would no longer be needed. Wow. The company was being restructured and I no longer had a job. Go really? get your things and leave. Oh, that just, that story gave me goosebumps. Wow. So here yeah. you are. Oh, so I, I, I was just shattered. That's yeah. the only word I've ever come up with that really defines where I was at at that time. It was really hard. And I didn't want to just get another job in TV. It's great work, but it's very demanding. And I didn't want to continue to work at that level for someone else. So I took a few months and then I started diving into my community. I, you know, I'd worked with advertising agencies, automotive companies, broadcasters. I ran our corporate video division. I just, I had this amazing network. So wow. I thought- well, I, you know, I wouldn't mind some flexibility. Why don't I see if I can get a little contract work? Mm. Well, that took off like a race car. And I, I remember one day I went downtown on the West Coast Express here in Vancouver. Yeah. It's like luxury commuting. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I had three lucrative contracts. Really? And I thought, oh, okay. And so I, I formed Bloom Business Development and started working with bigger organizations. And over time, I really started honing in on like, what do I want to do? And the juiciest, most delicious and fun and rewarding pieces for me is when I saw that shift of, I can do this. Mm. Why not me? Right. Yeah. I am really good at my job or yeah, I deserve to get that raise or to, to do these things. And so moving really into this micro business solopreneur scape for the last several years have been the most rewarding thing. I'm kind of like a kid in a candy store, you know? Wow. I work a lot in, um, health and wellness related service industries. Yep. And I just love learning about all these things. You know, I get clients that are dietitians and nutritionists and chiropractors and, you know, they hook me up with fermented food and like, it's just, and it's I saw that so fun. vegan skincare that you had. Oh um, yes, I, I yes. want to try that. What oh, was that called? Uh, Levine Natural okay. Skincare. Yeah. Yeah. Locally, you can get it at Palm and then they yeah. have their website. Their products are incredible. I mean, I've tried a few, trust me. Yeah. And like, it's a luxury product at a, at a really good price. And yeah, so my job is really great. And that's, I, yeah. I absolutely admire you like that story and you know, where, where it's taken you. So you've obviously always had this like really driven mindset. Is that something instilled in you or I, I've always, you know, some people say kids are, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. Well, I'm like the dandelion that, that blew like to the next County. <laughs> I've always looked for more yeah. my whole life. I've always looked for more, whether it was personally or professionally. And, you know, like so many people, I didn't have the best upbringing. It certainly wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. But I think that's been one of my gifts my whole life and really set me up for what I do now is mm. I'm always like, okay, what's the lesson here? What could mm -hmm. I do better? How can I show up in this situation better? Um, and that's essentially what I do for a living now. Wow. And can you tell us a little bit of insight into your, your childhood and your upbringing? Yeah. So I, I, my parents were alcoholics and 
there was a lot of fighting, Mm. a lot of fighting. So, you know, there was no kind of physical or sexual abuse in my house, which Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for, but there was a lot of fighting and yelling and anger and waking up the next morning and Mm. mom's, you know, at the breakfast table and everyone's acting like things are fine. Right. And that has a very debilitating, traumatizing effect as the years go on and on. And so, yeah, I'm pretty much an accountability junkie. Wow. (laughs) Um, I crave that. I crave like, and, and and I I believe I need to do what I want to see in others. So I, I think, you know, what's my role here? How can I do better? And and now through my work and studying things like neuroscience, I really believe we are the most powerful force in our lives. Mm-hmm. And when we show up and own the moment and say, I create my own reality with my thoughts. I mean, our thoughts become our words, mm-hmm. which which become conversations, both written and verbal. Mm-hmm. They become patterns and habits and eventually form our personality, you know, our thoughts are so powerful. And, uh, I had a client, he was a devout Buddhist and and he introduced me to, um, the power of non-attachment, but also Mm. he said this to me and it always stayed with me. Life doesn't always give us the teachers we want. It gives us the teachers we need. Which is sometimes a really hard pill to swallow, right? Because you look back, I look back at, you know, parts of my childhood where I'm just like, why, why? Like, why did that have to happen? But it did. And I commend you for pulling yourself out of that and then bettering yourself. Um, For myself too, you know, definitely had my struggles with alcoholism. I even went to AA for a while when I was, um, before I got pregnant with Beck, I just, you know, I lived the rock and roll life and I was um, on tour with my band and we drank a lot. Like we drank every single night. I, like I couldn't remember like the last time I didn't drink. Yeah. And uh, then meeting Mike, I was still like really heavy drinking. I'm like, I got to stop this. And then as soon as I started going to AA, I got pregnant with Beck. And then it's Amazing. like, you know, it's... Um, it's, it's just having that um, ability to look at where you came from and then, you know, have, take the better choice, like becoming aware and breaking the pattern and then becoming leaders. You're a leader, not only like for your family, but in your community, like you're such a community-based person, which I think is so awesome. Like your ability to network with anyone, your networking is just next level. Oh, you're so (laughs) sweet. Actually, my very last blog was like six tips to network like a ninja. And my next blog, I was like, there's so much to networking. um, And I want to talk, I'm going to blog even more about it, but I'll say this. There's something called the VCP curve, visibility, credibility and profitability. Okay. So many people will go to a networking event and they'll thrust their card in your hand and they'll launch into, I can help you grow your business and this and that. And they're at visibility. Mm. We need to understand when, when I like to get around, you know, don't take your pants off on the first date here, people, (laughs) right? Like you've got to meet people where they're, they don't know you. They don't trust you. And people do business with people they like. So when you're at that visibility stage, you're creating rapport, Mm -hmm. you're talking, you're making a connection. And we want to be more interested Mm -hmm. than we want to be interesting. That's a good point. When we're networking. And once you've made a connection, then you can ask for a business card and pass along your business card. Um, So joining different networking groups creates more visibility in the community. People Mm -hmm. start to be like, oh yeah, that's Amanda. She's with voiceover talent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I know about her. You get to credibility once they start to trust you. Mm. Now your clients are at a credibility level, but they become... Um, they become at the profitability level once they're then referring business to you. Right. And that's when you do good work, you nurture the relationship, you take your time. And a lot of people 
don't have the patience for that. Mm. Um, so, you know, what I do is an inexpensive uh, investment. Uh, I mean, some people see it as an investment, but a lot of people are like, oh, you know, there's some sticker shock with that. But if you're, say, you know, a florist, people are more likely to, to, to try you out. But for me, I, I'm like, I'm in this for business relationships. I'm a connector. You know, mm-hmm. I help you. I'm like, you need a new brand. You need a website. You need SEO. You need headshots. You need insurance. You need a will. You need power of attorney. I know people. And so I love to network because mm. I love to connect people. And yeah, I think you really just want to go in it with your heart and not yeah. thinking, what can I get out of this? But how can I show up? How can I give? Mm-hmm. And a really great way to connect with someone in a networking event is listen to what they have to say, what their needs are, and then introduce them to someone that mm. you think can help them with their business. Wow. Because then they're like, wow, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? They want to do something nice for you too. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah you the more that you can help others, then... And it's, you know, that's a quality that you have. Sometimes like I know that, but I don't always practice it. You know, it's like becoming yeah. aware and and just making sure that you do it. Yeah. Um, one cool thing is uh, like when we went for coffee, I was like, okay, I want to work with you. I love what you're doing. And you started a mastermind, which yes. is so yes. exciting. And yes. uh, I wanted to give my answer today. You asked like, how's everyone doing? This is one week in. What uh, have you taken away or what, like, what are you feeling since we had our first group chat? And for me, I have to say like, uh, there's been a lot of things happen in like a week, but uh, I, I'm feeling like maybe it's the presence of you ladies, but like more powerful and like, nice. I, I literally went to bed and I thought to myself, like power is a choice. Like, yes, it, it's a choice. And then I woke up and then there was like a Deepak Chopra in my inbox about like power is a choice. And then it's of just like, there was. you know, it's just so Law weird. Attraction. Yeah. So, so I feel like, um, the, the mastermind is, is elevating all of us. And can you tell us about like why you started it and, and what is the purpose of a mastermind? Yeah, absolutely. So mastermind, uh, was introduced to me through Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Mm. And it's, it's that idea that the some of the parts are greater than the whole. Um, so I've been interested in doing some group work. Like I love in-person workshops, but anytime I've bought a program and I've gone on a group coaching call, you know, there's always that person. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, nah, have the most value for me. Right. Uh, so I thought, I Asking don't know. Asking a million questions. And yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really want to do that. So I've been kind of on and off. And then it's scary. You know, you think, oh, mm. well, group coaching. What if? I don't get a group. Uh, so it was really easy to talk myself out of this. And then the local entrepreneur, uh, Desiree Dupuis and I, she's a past client. She's the director at Rubens Shoes, a mm. social enterprise uh, um, providing education for kids around the world and founder of a new vegan fashion line. Just such an incredible human. Yeah, no big deal, hey? Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> She's like, like changing the world. <laughs> totally. So honored to work with her. Wow. She's such an inspiration. And we were talking, we went out for lunch and she... She started talking about a mastermind idea. And honestly, we were high vibing off each other at mm. such a level. And I went home and I created the the branding for it. We came up with the name. And then the universe just started p- putting everything into place. Wow. We wanted it to be for open-minded, spiritual entrepreneurs and it wasn't originally going to be just for women, but it just it just started coming together that way. And and the idea is we come together we inspire each other. Mm. We're all sort of somewhat parallel level in our Mm. careers. You want to really bring people together that can 
learn from each other and help each other with the challenges and struggles they're having in their business and life. Mm -hmm. And really for me, it's that accountability piece. Yeah. Because change is so stinking hard. Yeah. I mean, it really, really really is. Mm -hmm. And so it was really important to me to structure it. And because I'm such a networking whiz, I was like, I'm going to time it. I'm going to have a a special format. I'm going to hold everybody accountable to their time so that we're all honoring each other in the time they have. Yeah. Everybody gets to speak, share. And then of course I wanted to make sure week to week we were moving forward. So at the end, you got to tell us something scary, yes. something big that's aligned with your vision and then something personal and professional. Cause I am a certified life coach. I think, you know, you got to build it from the person up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, moving it forward. And I'm so excited to have our next one where everybody reports back on what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. It's such a great group of women. I think that's awesome. And so for me, like on your website, you know, you say your superpowers are like money and fun, you know, like, it's like, okay, let's, you know, and success doesn't have to be like super hard and like, you know, wreck your life because you want the success. So you know, for me, I like, I love my career so much. And I, and I was explaining, like, I feel like I hit those levels and then, you know, can't get to the next level. So, so how do you approach that with your clients? Like, if you don't mind sharing, I don't want to like get all your secrets, oh, of course, yeah, well. <laughs> but like money and, and fun, like what is the secret to, to building that? Yeah. Well, I'll start with the fun. So I think <laughs> when we, uh, we start personally. So whenever I'm working with someone, I start with the life coaching side. Cause if you're mm. sleeping well, mm-hmm. if you're engaging in hobbies, if you're spending time with people that light you up, if you're taking actions that really fill up your soul, I call it salsa dancing through life. Mm, you know, I don't like we that. all want to be salsa dancing through life? I do. So <laughs> that comes from the personal side first. Right. It opens up space right. and mindfulness that we can then bring into our business world. And oh my gosh, everything's so much easier. And if if you focus on one key thing mm. that's a fundamental piece for many people, it is exercise. It's moving their body. Mm. So if you pick that as your one focus, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit to two workouts a week, you will find that you're sleeping better, you're mm. drinking more water you're making better food choices, you're not hitting snooze in the morning, Um, you're more focused at work, you're smiling at people, your relationships are going better. The only thing you put any focused intention into was those two workouts. Wow. But that list of benefits that I just, that just came. So I say like, find that one thing to harness it around. The other thing with the business is because I work with so many solopreneurs, Mm -hmm. Everyone's got a different goal. Like maybe you want to open a second location. Maybe mm-hmm. you're ready to do your first six-figure year or your first million-dollar year or your five-million-dollar year. I don't know. Whatever it is. Yeah. What kind of decisions does the CEO of that level of business make? Wow. Because it's different. Yeah. It's very different than what a solopreneur working off their kitchen table with no staff makes. And so there's this scary bridge between the two. Wow. So really need to get clear. What does success mean to you? What, what is the gap between where you are and where you want to be and start making decisions to invest in that? What task can you do that only you can do? And what can you delegate out? 
What can, mm. I like to say, like, put a dollar value to what you're doing. Right. Right. Like if you can pay somebody else to do that, free up those hours so that yeah. you can work on a 10000 or $100,000 task. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, <laughs> like right. hire that person. Yeah. yeah, do it. And so that, that would be the thing is that mindset shift into that next level of business. You've got to start making decisions from a totally new mindset. So what would your next level dream be like? Cause, cause you have the potential, you know, you're instilling that like confidence and drive in other people. Like what is Lisa? Like, cause yes. you're destined for amazing things. Aww, thank you, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's actually a really exciting time and I'm on the precipice of change. So the mastermind's really exciting. I'm looking at how that can grow and scale. Cool. Uh, I love I love being in a room with people, certainly like speaking from the stage more and more. I'm doing that all the time and I love it. Getting involved in more retreats and workshops. There'll be the Bloom Business Development Online Learning Academy. Oh, that sounds awesome. Absolutely. And there's definitely a book or two in me. Oh, yes. I I can see that 100%. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. So when you're not working, what is, what does Lisa do? What's your like <laughs> downtime, calm time? Yeah. Well, I'm a big yogi. I took my first yoga class when I lived in New York city. Oh, cool. You in, lived in New York. I didn't I, know that. Oh yeah, I did. In gosh, this will date me, but in 1993 at Crunch Fitness. And I, I still remember I went, it was a Thursday night and I went downstairs for candlelight flow yoga and this gorgeous yoga instructor named Noel with his loose fitting tank and and just, I just fell in love. And so really I find it's good for mind, body, and soul. It's good exercise. It, it brings peacefulness and spirituality and it's really good for my body and the aches and pains that come. So do you do yoga every day then? I, you know what, this, the last few months I've really changed my workout. I'm doing uh, personal training with my husband one day a week, which I've got to say is great for the marriage to work out together like that. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to like a sweaty fitness place and, and the yoga, I'm kind of bringing it all together. And then our tween age daughter plays volleyball and I tend to play volleyball with her too. Wow. That would be fun. Get outside. And I love to go hiking and and, and yeah, you know, life is busy. I've got two daughters and try to get three to four workouts in a week. So you're active every yeah. day or almost every day, like three to four, but then other days moving or. I feel like I'm always moving. Don't you feel like you're always moving? I do. I do. But if I don't work out that day or even like go for a big walk, I, I you can tell, you yeah. know, like you can feel yeah. it. I love to work out. I, I really dove deeply into my meditation practice this summer again. I find, you know, having that sacred morning ritual is the key to having an incredible day. And so since I've been doing that, I haven't felt like I needed to exercise as much because I I do like to do my workouts in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So I totally agree with the meditation thing. Like just, it's like that woo woo, like before, you know, it was like, oh, meditate. It sounds, you know, it's just, it's, it's, but it's becoming so mainstream. Yes. But then when you actually do it, like I did it 30 days in a row and you feel different and you get insights and visions and things that you want start to come to you when you put the time in. (laughs) Absolutely. I tell people, you know how to tell if your meditation is making a difference in your life? Don't meditate one day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's like you 
get frustrated yeah. or snap. And then you're like, oh, wow, I haven't felt like this in a long time. What happened? It's like, yeah. ah. Just skip. clears clears your mind. Yes. You talk about like, you know, exercise. Would, you know, your diet play into the, the mindset? And are you super healthy family? <laughs> yeah, well, I see what we eat all the time. So I, I feel we can do better. But most people say we eat better than anyone else they know. Oh, We're really? very plant-based. Um, yeah. I, I genuinely love salad. I could eat salad every day. Yeah. For every day. Yeah. Even even a couple meals. So yeah, I I I tried to go vegan a few years ago, but really struggled with my iron. Oh. And and I had all the information and I was working with the naturopaths. And I remember mm. that first piece of red meat I ate after mm. like two years off of it. I just I felt the surge of energy in my oh, body. Really? So I've been back on red meat just a little. Like we buy better meat and way less of it. Yeah. Uh, but mostly vegetarian with a little seafood. Uh yeah. We we try to eat really well. To me, it's shocking that my kids are one of either the only ones or one of a couple kids in their classes that actually have vegetables in their lunch. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I'm doing good then because I make you sure are. they always have veggies yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think if, it, if Mother Nature made it, yeah. then that's what we should eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. Um, so you have two girls, you fit in exercise, like how, time management. This is my absolute worst nightmare. Can you give us some tips or tricks for time management? Because you're probably the most organized person I know. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. That's so sweet. Um, well, before I start, let me just say what I'm about to say, just pick one. Okay. Pick one that resonates with you that you're like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I can see myself doing it. Otherwise just, just forget about it. Like there's so many <laughs> tools available, but if you're not going to do them, then, you know, it's pretty much irrelevant, but back to the meditation, you know, I really believe we have to protect our mornings. Mm. Um, and so a couple of things like, uh, brain dumps. I'm a oh, huge a lover idea. of the brain dump. So when you, when you do the brain dump, you can clearly assess, especially for the entrepreneurs out there, what are the not urgent, important tasks that come out of your brain dumps? Things like, you know, getting your master's or, mm. you know, just like those big important right. things. There's no deadline on it, but they're really important to you. Um, we want to spend time in the morning getting those things done. Studies have shown that there is a cap on our willpower. And when you hear that, it's like, well, of course there's a cap on our willpower. Look at the mm. terrible decisions we make at night right. when it comes to having dessert, having another glass of wine, right. binging on Netflix. It's easier to say those no's and stay on track in the morning. So protect your mornings. Mm. So if you make a little list the night before about what you want to accomplish the next morning and do not check your email mm -hmm. or messenger or however you receive messages from people until you've finished those top priority tasks. Okay. Messages are other people's to-do list for you. Right. Right. And so when you lead your day with some intention, even if it's just 25 minutes, mm -hmm. you get that done and you can feel good about it the whole day. I'm a big fan of the Pomodoro technique. Have you heard of that? I did. I heard about it on a podcast and then I got the, the time cube. Yes. And I've used it maybe once, but okay. Yeah. So I've seen <laughs> just- Tell me about oh, it. So yeah, the, there's- it's, Mine's Focus Keeper. So if you 
type Focus Keeper in Apple or in Android, you'll get this. It's a free app. It's a timer. The idea was formed in the early 80s by this man, Alberto Cirillo. How do you know all this? (laughs) This is what I do. I'm a personal development junkie. You're just like an encyclopedia of like knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you, Lisa. So he, yeah. So he came up with this idea that we could only focus on anything for about 25 minutes at a time. Okay. So I know a lot's changed with smartphones. I don't think 25 minutes is accurate anymore. So you get this timer and it has a 25 minute timer with a red screen. And then when the timer goes off, it switches to blue and you have a five minute. Oh. And that's for your break. Okay. Now to take the break. When do you have your best ideas? When you're meditating, when you're at yoga, when you're running, when you're falling asleep, Mm -hmm. when you're when you're not hammering away at the keyboard and working. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. 100%. So even if you're in the zone and you're working, it's great. Ping, your timer goes off. It's like, okay, I can check a message. I can have a stretch. That's when you can go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's important to take the break. Look out the window. Boom, these great ideas have space to come in. Right. You go back to work when your break's over and do some more. Um, so a lot of my clients come in and I get them using that technique to stay on track with with tasks and not waste time. And do you help them actually come up with the tasks? Yes. Oh yeah, that's good. Because for me, it's like, I know I need to make a new demo. I know I need to do this and that, but it's just like, okay, when am I going to do it? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then doing it. Yeah. So, well, reverse engineering it, like they're just ideas if we don't unpack them. So yeah, Yeah. that's a lot of what I do is taking those big dreams and unpacking them into bite-sized morsels that you can do. You got to reverse engineer things and be realistic, you know? Yeah. Um, I always say, keep it simple and easy. Uh, I'd be doing a disservice to talk about time management without talking about the devices. Mm. So one simple thing you can do is when you put your phone down, put it face down. Mm -hmm. So if you have notifications going off, you're not getting that visual distraction. Yeah. And if you're open to it, buy a phone case with a cover and then yeah. it's just always covered. And yeah. then you can carry some business cards in there too. That's a good idea. You have a nice pink one here. I on sure the, do. Yeah, I like that. I actually will sometimes delete Instagram like mm. for even just, even if it's just like a day or delete it just so you just don't even think about going to it and then like, yeah. you know, take pictures and then yeah. upload them and then delete again. Just things that take yeah. away because- that's not helping you get ahead in any way. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's an extreme version. I recommend people take anything you're checking habitually throughout yeah. the day, swipe it over two or three screens. Yeah. That process of having to swipe over in your mind will click in and be like, you're not supposed to be checking this while you're working. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Such really like we all check our email every day. Yeah. Um, most people check their email all day long. I check mine like in the middle of the night. <laughs> we, no one needs notifications on, on their email. Go into your settings and turn that chisel off. Yeah. Turn it off on your computer, your laptop, your phone, your watch, your TV, your car, like turn your note, not just your email, just turn all your notifications. notifications, turn them off. Okay. There, there are very few circumstances in life where mm-hmm. people need to get a hold of you right now. And then they call, right? <laughs> and, and so for those, absolutely you want to make it okay so people can get a hold of you. But generally speaking, everything, do you want to be that person where you need to be available for everyone else when they need you the second they need you? Mm. No, you don't. It's going to make you sick. Yeah. It's going to make you crazy. So we can teach people how to treat us. It's okay. Like 
Depends on your business model. Yeah, you might need to have a really quick response time. So you could check your email more often. You right. need to have the system that works for you. Some people will put in a FAQ autoresponder. They'll mm. set up an online calendar. It's like, do you need to talk to me here? Click this link and book a time. Mm. And then maybe from like two to three, you have these 20 minute windows where you can take calls. Mm. You know, you can just make it work for you. I love putting controls into your life so you can let go of control. Yeah. So yeah. what was that app called again? The one that the that you started with the timer and then it has the 45 minutes. Oh, the, the focus keeper. Focus keeper. Yeah, if okay. you search focus keeper at the app store, you'll find a bunch of them. So you do like the Pomodoro technique where you um, like do the ch- time chunking essentially, yes. and then getting rid of notifications. Yeah. Uh, any other like time management tips that you can think of that you use for your clients or. Yeah. Well, please don't wake up. And pick up your phone. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. I beg you. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> because then it starts that busyness when yeah. we start our day off in gratitude and mm-hmm. presence and I love that. intention mm-hmm. and then get into the phone. I mean, I'm not a phone hater. My my business is what it is because of mo- Same. being mobile. Yeah. Um, so I'm super grateful and love it. But we need to harness the power of technology so that it doesn't take over our so lives. So it works for us. So we're yeah. in control of it, not the other way around, which so many people, you know, are at the mercy of it. But yeah, I love that. So you wake up and, and, you know, do your meditation and and set your intentions. Do you do affirmations too? I do. I lately I've been rocking the five minute journal. Oh yeah. 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 It's really great. Um, I like to change my morning routine up. I just, I'm I'm not going to do the same thing all the time. And then even within a week, I'll have two different things that I like to go to. So what are uh, some of your favorite inspirations, like favorite books or people that you look up to that have kind of helped, helped you bloom? <laughs> oh my gosh. Favorite books. There's so many books I love. Well, Oprah is one of my favorite. I think oh. she saved my life. Oh. I have her very first magazine that came out. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, in my early twenties, like I was experienced panic attack disorder in my mm. teen years and it went undiagnosed for a long time. Mm. And, you know, I felt like I, I was having heart issues. I'd be in bed for a couple of days and the, and they would treat me. I mean, it was really cruel, actually, the way I was treated when I'd mm. go into emergency, you know, like some dramatic teenager. Mm. And it wasn't until um, I was about 25 that it got diagnosed. Um, so Oprah really helped me step into my power mm. and be me and climb out of it. Wow. And, and so love, love her. Uh, Bre- anything by Brené Brown. Yeah. I mean, her work just blows me away. Yeah, definitely. So you've seen the the Netflix. Yes. Um, one. Yeah. 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 I'm such a fan of her too. And yeah, she's incredible. Message. I, I'm a big neuroscience fan. I think it's so powerful. And, and I think for people that are skeptics about things, you know, he really brings the science to all of this somewhat woo-woo stuff. So like, I'm like- that's- Joe Dispenza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Joe. It's so good. I've seen him at a couple conferences. Oh, you've seen books. him live. I sure have. Oh, because did you go to Seattle to see him? Not yet. Okay. I want to do one of his in-depth trainings. Like um, the seven-day thing. I would love to do that. Yes. Maybe we'll go together. Yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah. Um, for the introverts or anyone who knows an introvert, so essentially everyone, I love the book Quiet okay. by Susan Cain. It's actually Quiet, the power of the introvert in a world that won't stop talking. Oh, it's, that it's, sounds like perfect for me. <laughs> it's life changing. And I wish I'd read it years and years ago because uh, 
But you're really, not an introvert. I was so painfully shy as a child. Really? I would cry if kids said hi to me at oh, school. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. No, oh. I I am. And I I prefer to have a lot of quiet time and alone yeah. time. Okay. And that book really that helped me understand we all need our own level of stimulation. Mm-hmm. And knowing what that is allows us to really thrive. Like I've learned I don't want to work from home all day and be mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. I get, uh, I retreat a little bit. Yeah. I need to get out and see people and have human interaction mm. paired with a lot of time by myself. I could learn from you. I'm like, Mike and I are just hidden away for like months at a time. It's like, oh, but I, I do feel like we came to a really critical point in, you know, our lives that it was like, okay, we have to like start doing things for ourselves. We could literally just hide away for the rest of our lives and work merrily, you know, but then it's just like, no, we got to get out there. We got to put ourselves out there. Got to go to yep. the next level. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes. Cause it's so easy to just like, I don't have to get dressed. I just wear my pajamas all day and it's yeah. nice sometimes, but then yeah, it's no life is more fulfilling when you're connecting yeah. with people and you're sharing stories and, and getting inspiration. Like I, I get so inspired by people and yeah. their stories and what makes them tick. It's so fascinating. So it's put, making sure to put yourself out there. So that sounds lovely, like a lovely book. And it's crazy now how far you've come, right? From Yeah, from totally. That. So what about your your daughters? Like how have you instilled your uh, now Lisa versus childhood Lisa into them? And, and what does that look like? Well, that's a good question. I think I don't I don't always know, you know, when you have these little people, it's such a blessing and and you realize we're born with these personalities and and we are like in my house, I talk about our job is to be helpful, mm. to learn and to be kind. And when I pick them up in the car after school, we talk about who did you help today? Mm. What did you learn today? Uh, we like to talk about failures and mistakes and high five on those yeah. because that means you're learning. Yeah. You know, not every day. I'm not that good. <laughs> I wish I did it more. Um, I, I feel like one thing I've learned because of the way I grew up, um, when I have my tough moments, I know what happens when you make the bad choice mm. all too well. And it, and it is that powerful teacher that takes me back to love. Mm. And so I, I, I really make a, per, a point to sit down with my kids and say, you know, there's, it's not black and white. Mm. We have this huge gamut of emotions and, you know, mommy messed up, but I love you so much and I hope you'll forgive me. And this is why I'm upset today. And it's not because of anything you did. Yeah. Um, so I, I just really try and foster open and honest communication, always doing our best. And that looks different every day. And and I want them to be them. Yeah. I don't ever like, I'm not going to make them do violin and piano and this and that. It's like, what do you love? What are you doing? So, you know, one of my daughters is really into volleyball and one's, you know, a guitar player. And I, cool. <laughs> I totally see her as a teenager, you know, in her band. And so I yeah. just want them to be the best versions of themselves and really know they can do and be anything they want to mm-hmm. be. One of my favorite quotes is whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right mm-hmm. by Henry Ford. And I tell them that, you know, it's like, it's up to you trying to instill a sense of confidence and accountability in them. That's amazing. I love that. And it's such a learning, you know, day by day. Like I can't imagine having 
almost teenagers. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, p- having puberty knock on the door of our house was a big change Yeah, for sure. If you ever want to feel like a fraud as a life coach, yeah, be a parent. <laughs> oh my gosh. No kidding. I know. Uh, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I remember I saw, I was really fortunate to see uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer speak oh, several times and cool. I was, I'm forever grateful about him sharing the story because he's like seven kids or nine kids. Yes. A, a lot. lot of kids. Yeah. And he shared this story about how one day, you know, his wife was off at work, whatnot, and he had to get the kids off to school and, oh. you know, whatever. They're doing all their stuff. And he's like, come on, we got to go. And starts losing his patience because mm. they're running late and no one's listening to him. And one of his daughters, he said, aptly named Serena, put her hand on one hip and looked him square in the eye and said, Dad, what would all those people think who buy all your books if they could see you yelling at your kids right now? <laughs> and I was oh like, Oh my goodness. He does it too. Yeah. You know, we're all just human doing yeah. the best we can. That's so funny. I, I absolutely relate. Cause what is it? The, um, imposter syndrome thing like forever I didn't even think I was a real voice actor I just thought like oh I got a job I'm so lucky you know and it's like no I am a voice actor and I am it (laughs) yeah so I'd say a pretty darn good one I am loving your uh, morning affirmation meditation and I snuggled up in bed with my girls and and did the bedtime one for kids and it was so nice oh thank you you have a real talent thank you you're legit thank you thank you so much so Uh, Just a couple more questions. I just want to know what is inspiring you next? Yeah, great question. Well, the mastermind is really inspiring me. So we launched it as a short term to try it out and see what worked and what we could do to make it better. So we'll be launching a long-term mastermind in February. So long-term. Yeah. That sounds cool. Still deciding, you know, will people sign up for a whole year? Should we make it six months into the summer? I haven't really decided at this time. Um, But yeah, so there'll be that mastermind and putting together that great group of women again. Um, I think that would be fantastic. Well, yeah, because you can already see the power of it. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that one and what we can do with that Mm -hmm. business. Um, And then, yeah, I've really been changing the work I do. I'm I'm so clear now about how I help people and who I can help. I love it. You know, there's no one out there doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. your way, you know, and as a voice talent, it's such a good example. Like you have a gift that people will be drawn to and they need you. And so it's your job to do the best you can to get it in front of the people that can benefit most from the work that you do mm-hmm. or through the courses that you offer to show people like here, this is how you leverage your talent and actually create a business and freedom and joy in what you're doing. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about working with people that want a meaningful business. Mm-hmm. You know, like two days ago, there was a study that was dropped and 11,000 scientists signed off on the 40th anniversary of the World Climate Convention. You know, that we're in a climate emergency, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I want to work with the people that are like, hey, let's mm. make a difference. Let's do things yeah. differently. It is time because yeah. it is time. Absolutely. And creatives and spiritual people, they often really undervalue their work, mm. but they have the biggest hearts and they want to do the meaningful work. So I love to create that profit plan. It's like, look, when you make lots of money, you can be like Bill and Melinda Gates. Yeah. Look at, and you get to you get to decide. You get to drive down the lane of yeah. that area you like like to help. And like for me, I I do work around women, equality, and education because 
those are things I'm passionate about. I want to lift those areas up. And so, yeah, just, I love that. That's incredible. And the healers and the create, like the spiritual people and whatnot, like they can have like the biggest impact because, you know, if you're changing someone's life, you're like raising the consciousness of the planet and, you know, in return, changing it for everyone. So it's just putting that good energy out. Totally. And there's never been a better time to be in business. Yeah. Ever. I mean, the internet has changed everything. And so with, you know, consistent and deliberate action with clarity on what your superpowers are, what you want to do, um, and how you're going to do it. Like, it's just super exciting and fun. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. I I have a question for you sure. about um, the multifaceted uh, entrepreneur. Um, that's what uh, Marie Forleo says she oh, is. Like the, yeah, yeah. What is your thoughts on that? Because when I hear you say, you know, you need to have a clear and concise plan. And I know for myself, sometimes I'm like all over the place with a bunch of ideas. Like, where do you stand with that philosophy? Yeah. Well, I, I love Marie Forleo and I love that. And it's kind of like your like long-term investment for retirement. You don't Mm. put all your eggs in one basket. And so when you're, when you're running a business, you do, you want to have all those bits and pieces that feel really good inside and and where you're making a difference. The clarity in the plan is you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Right. So it's understanding, okay, that's, this is a foundational piece of my business and this is going to create a solid baseline revenue. That idea, that's on my three-year plan or that's mm. on my one-year plan because that's going to be like icing on the cake here. Yeah. And it's going to add to what I'm doing, but not the baseline revenue. Or once I get this piece in place, like if you want to do, I, I, I actually you would have good thoughts to add to this, but when you want to do online offerings and passive income, it's really good to do a lot of work in person, one-to-one to mm. learn about your craft before offering it in an online platform. So Yeah. Right. Like right now I have a new client. She wants, wanted to open a storefront and franchise when she hired me. Now Mm. we're putting that further down the timeline and are launching a training program for her business. That's highly profitable. Mm. We'll bring a lot of capital into the business that she then can raise herself to go and expand and open and start the franchise. Mm. So we got that clarity and then can create the plan and put the pieces in the right place. I, I love that. I definitely feel like uh, I need that. Like I've got all the ideas and I'm I'm like kind of everything's just yeah. slowly growing, but I do want to have that one plan that's going to like actually be a scalable thing where I'm earning, you know, X amount of dollars and actually having a retirement plan, which I have zero of. So oh. well, we'll talk. We'll <laughs> yeah, talk. we will talk. We will talk. Well, writing it down makes it, and I always say, keep it simple and easy. I have never yeah. asked any of my clients to go create an encyclopedia like business plan. Right. Ever. Because nice. you, you just said it, it's like too much changes, but yeah. we want clarity. We want simple. So I, yeah. And then tell me about the importance and power of accountability. Like, well, it's everything. I mean, goodness. I mean, from like getting, getting your partner to put their stuff in the hamper instead of on the floor beside (laughs) the hamper or to someone like giving up a a serious addiction that's affecting their ability to be in relationships and like change is hard. And Mm -hmm. there's lots of reasons we won't get into today, but having people in your life that will hold you accountable is, Mm -hmm. is massive. Um, and, and that's the power of this mastermind and, you know, as a coach, I don't know how many times I've heard people say, oh, I'm so glad we had this session. I never would have got that done. Oh, yeah. It's amazing what yeah. we'll do when other people are involved versus just just ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. So, it, you know, not everyone can afford a business coach. So it's like, what can you use in your life? So honestly, that Focus Keeper app, that's mm-hmm. accountability. Mm-hmm. There's something powerful uh, and it's totally free. Like about mm-hmm. that timer that's going to say, okay, I got 25 minutes to do this. I said it was important. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, you know, some people, you know, they, they find a friend to hold them accountable. I'll, I'll add this because I think it's a powerful story. You know, when we're little kids and it's our birthday, our parents light the candles and they bring out the cake. Mm. And they say, make a wish, but shh, don't tell anyone or it won't come true. Mm. Well, that's total BS. That's true, right? isn't it? You need to I tell love that. everybody, yeah. like get out of your comfort zone. If it feels comfortable, it means you have been doing it already. Mm. You want to be in a space of new and, and spicy and delicious and like, oh my gosh, this feels a little crazy, but I really want to do it and tell everybody because then all of a sudden someone's like, oh really? Oh my gosh. Well, I know this person that works at that company or, oh, that's a great idea. I'd be interested in doing that. Mm. And then you can really start to plant the seeds that take root and bloom in your life. Mm. But when you hold it all inside, that's where it stays. And just having that confidence to sell yourself too. I think I find like a lot of probably people that you work with, if they're like me, like the spiritual and the, it's like, okay, selling yourself and like, you know, being that that power that you are worthy and that's a challenge, but. Oh, it's one of the the favorite parts of my work. Oh, I just got shivers actually (laughs) all over. I love when I see that, that mindset shift in someone of, yeah. Mm -hmm. I deserve success. Yeah, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's and I'm starting amazing. to feel that by working with Aww. you. So thank you. So any last quotes or messages or um, any words of bloom wisdom? <laughs> oh, well, I'll say this, you know, if you've been struggling or having a hard time, uh, just be kind to yourself. It is hard. Mm. If it wasn't hard, everyone would be just crushing it. That's true. Right? Yeah. It is hard. And so I like to think of it this way. We are living every day and we're moving forward. Are you going to look back at the end of the day, at the end of the year and be like, yeah, I did the things I really wanted to do? Because you have to do something every day and it's going to be hard regardless. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be hard whether you do it or whether you don't do it and like the, the pain of regret, right? Yeah. So it's that. Yeah. Indecision is is really a form of torture. So I just say like, you're awesome. Own your mm-hmm. awesome. There, there are no rules out there. There is no bar. There's what, 7 billion of us out there. There mm-hmm. is you doing you your way. And, and that's all that you need. And so go, I just say, be as courageous as you can be. And if it's just dipping your toe in the water today, totally great. Dip Mm. your toe in the water. And if you want to backflip in, if you're like, yeah, I'm ready, (laughs) let's do it. Yeah. Do that too. But yeah, it's like, you've got this, the world needs you. You're here for a reason. So don't stay small and don't keep it to yourself. Amen, sister. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing everything with us today. It's been truly an honor and your words are going to live on. And even through me right now, I'm feeling like uber inspired. Well, we'll have to do this again. And thanks so much. Well, thank you, Amanda. Talk to you later. 